Hello and welcome back to Amplify with Purpose. Today we are setting the table with emotional intelligence in leadership and trust me it's not just a sprinkle of parsley. It's the filet mignon of your leadership feast. We are so delighted as usual to have the maestro of leadership coaching Christo. Welcome back Christo. You are going to help us cook up an unforgettable dish. Hi, Adair. Thank you very much. Really looking forward to today's session. I believe it's um, absolutely key in life and in leadership. So, uh, yeah, let's get let's get into it. Awesome. So, my first question is, what is emotional intelligence, and why should leaders even care? Great question, Adit. You know, I think it's the ability. To, to recognize, you know, the emotion of yourself and the people that you lead and with that awareness, you know, to guide them, to guide them forward. So, you know, that word comes up again, you know, awareness. Um, how does it affect leadership or how does it involve in, in leadership? I think it really drives, it's a key, it's a key aspect that drives leadership, you know. Um, mm. Think of the ability to manage your emotions and then navigate, you know, those that you lead. Absolutely. So I use the word care, not carelessly, but actually because I believe that leaders need to care. And I just, I don't just mean like the warm and fuzzy, you know, when people hug and you send a little emoji. It's that C is for comprehension. Leaders have to understand what is bubbling under the surface, whether it's for you, for your team, or for that feisty customer. Think of it as the gut feeling you can actually put into words. Next, we have to move on to A, which like you've just said, is awareness. It's the internal GPS. If you don't know where you are emotionally, how can you guide anyone else? It's about being in tune like a musician with their instrument. And then, of course, we need regulation. Imagine you're in a heated meeting. Tempers are rising faster than Bitcoin. And regulation means that you are the cool-headed maestro, not the one throwing the tantrum. It's the pause before the email that gets sent, my friends. And lastly, but definitely not least, is empathy, which we actually spoke about in our earlier chat. Imagine you're stepping into someone else's shoes, except these shoes help you to feel what the other person is going through. It's not just the, I hear you, it's the, I feel you. So if you're not plugging into care as a leader, you're pretty much steering your leadership uh, ship in fog with a blindfold. And actually, good luck with that. So, uh, Christo, what are some of the misconceptions about EQ um, in your experience? Yeah, I think people think it's just a soft skill. Or, or even more direct, you know, is that you are soft as a leader. People can walk all over you. You can't make decisions. You can't take a stand. Um, you know, where, where I think it's not think, it's definitely, it's, it's the country. You know, it is, it is being aware of, um, of the, the people that you are leading and how you need to lead them. Um, I heard such a beautiful analogy from, from John Maxwell, a book that I'm busy reading where he said that he was speaking to this coach from from a basketball team and she said one of the biggest mistakes that people make is that we we assume we know where people are at and we try and lead people with that assumption 
And so, you know, having emotional intelligence is to be aware of those people that you are leading and to lead them and to guide them. It's to take responsibility, you know, for people's well-being. And, you know, I want to know is taking responsibility for somebody else, is that soft? You know, it's definitely not. That is absolutely, absolutely, you know, a very strong trait of a leader. So I think those are maybe some of the the common misconceptions that people have about about EQ. You know, everybody understands IQ and, you know, we want to be be strong, we want to be clever and we want to have all the answers and mm. EQ is something totally different. No, it's not. It actually balances it out mm. quite nicely, you know, taking care of that. You know, I was listening to a talk this morning and this guy said, you know, he grew up in a household where his dad was the man of the house. And people already are like, hey, you know, the man of the house, aren't we all equal in this relationship? And he explained it this way. He said that my dad being the man of the house simply meant this, is that if we only had one meal left to eat, he would give it to the kids. Wow. You know, if, if there was a, a fire, you know, in a building, it wasn't like, hey, let's all run into it. He says, no, no, no. The kids and mom, you stay outside. I'm going to run. I'm taking responsibility. Mm. So for me, that is emotional intelligence. Is you are taking responsibility for yourself and the people that you lead. I love that. That is so powerful. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing. Now, may I ask why you're not sharing the title of the book that you're leading? Are you being oh. like sneaky like that? <laughs> it's leadership <laughs> from, from John Maxwell. I think it's one of oh. the yeah, there you have eight, chapter eight, you know, speaking about moving from, you know, directing, you know, to connecting with people. Mm. Um, yeah, brilliant, brilliant. I mean, anything that John Maxwell writes is just brilliant, you know. Absolutely. Um, and I mean, yeah, let's look at John Maxwell. Do you think he's a weak leader? Um, Certainly not, not at all. But I mean, he's so aware of himself. I mean, there's so much self-awareness in, in that man. It's, it's un, unreal. And, and I think that's the, the beauty of, of why people take lead from him and that's why people take advice from him because, let's be honest, the minute you say John Maxwell said, everyone's like, oh, ears, ears perked up, they sit up straight, they go, yes, they lean in. And a lot of that, I think, has got to do with his authenticity and the yeah. fact that he does actually care. He is self-aware and he is aware of the people around him and his impact. In fact, he talks about it in many of his books. He talks about the wake that le that leaders leave. And you can only talk about a wake if you've actually been aware of it. You, I mean, if you don't know there's a wake, you're not going to talk about a wake. So absolutely love John Maxwell. And in terms of um, EQ for leadership, it's really not just about people pleasing. It's about building authentic relationships because he always, he also actually says people care when they know that you care. And if you don't have EQ, you are not going to care about people and then they won't care about you. So on that point, Christo, how does EQ differ from IQ in the context of leadership? Yeah, I would probably say, you know, just quick, you know, IQ is leading from your head. EQ is leading from your heart. Um, and it, it's like, you know, we spoke about um, – micromanagement a couple of sessions ago is it's not like micromanagement is bad and it doesn't have a place in in business you know there is a place for that i think it's the same with iq and eq you know there are some times where 
once again, I want my my accountant, my lawyer, you know, to to think with their heads, you know, <laughs> I don't want them to Absolutely. get too emotional in in that, you know. And and sometimes maybe we play these two up against each other, where it's not, it's a collaboration. It's how do we work together, you know, is harnessing mm. both of those skills. So yeah, with with that idea, it's like IQ is leading with your head. It's like the facts, it's what we know. It's how it's always been. And, you know, EQ is, is leading with the heart, is understanding the people that you lead, is going a little bit slower to go faster, is being aware of those you lead and, you know, to make that, that bigger impact, you know. And if you have both of those skills and you can differentiate between the two, you know, in certain situations, um, absolutely a, a great arsenal that you have within your, your, um, your position, you know. I love the point you just made. You, you don't just have one or the other. As a good leader, you need both. Um, and for those of you who have any clue or have listened to any of the podcasts, we talk about the heart, head, hands quite often. And the heart is, like Christo just said, it's the EQ, the head is the IQ, and then the hands is the people, getting people to do something. The truth is you cannot connect to the hands and convince people to do anything if you haven't first touched their hearts. Because if you touch the heart of someone, then you can influence the way they think. If you think about um, changing anything, one of my one of my first strategies when I join a new organization or where I go into a place or I meet a new person is I always I'll pay for lunch, and that's not just about being generous. That's about reciprocity and that's connecting with the person. I don't want that person to come and meet with me and feel like meeting with me is a burden. It's got to be a pleasure to have a conversation with me. So I pay for lunch, I pay for coffee and it's, it's not a power play. It's I'm connecting. I'm showing you that I'm care. I'm putting my, my money where my mouth is. I'm investing in this relationship. And when I invest in the relationship, then I have the, the privilege of, connecting with the mind and and whether that be picking the brain of someone who's phenomenal like yourself or whether it's just um, trying to change someone's perspective of things and both of those things require us to first touch with the heart and then we connect with the head and then we can go on and say as a leader I now have your heart I have now gone through the process of IQ showing you that we need to change the way that you think now you can act in line with whatever the goal of the organization is. So, um, Krista, would you mind sharing with us some real-world examples of EQ in action? I mean, it's a very uh, fluffy term, so to speak, and it can be very hard to pin it down. So how about you share with us some real stuff about EQ in action? Yeah, so you, you mentioned earlier about care. So I have this, this, this thing about, you know, the fundamentals of leadership. And the first, the first point that I have or the first fundamental is you have to care for people. How do you care for them? It's simply you need to find a need. You need to fulfill a need and you need to follow up on a need. So I'll give you this example. I was working with, with somebody and I, I saw that they, they're really struggling. You know, it's a high performing individual, you know, a very like IQ driven type of individual and, you know, they just always keep on going, keep on going, you know, working till the midnight, burning the midnight oil. But I could see that, you know, something is just a little bit off. Mm -hmm. And so I took the time to just, I just stopped. And I was just saying, okay, I need to care. What is care? Let me find a need. And I started asking questions. And I normally ask three questions. The first question is, how are you? The second question is, 
how are you? And the third question is, how are you? And I promise you, like time after time, when I ask that third time, how are you? They just, they open up and they start speaking. It's not because I'm asking three questions. It's because they're realizing this person is really into what I'm going through. And so when you ask those questions, you know, and you really care for people, you, you, you then you find a need. You realize what they're going through. So you find a need. Secondly, you now need to fulfill that need. And what I mean by fulfill that need is not that you have to now make it work for them, but you help them navigate through whatever it is that they are maybe stuck at or what they challenged with. And then very important, and few people do this, is we have to follow up on the need. You go back three weeks, a couple of months later, and you find out how are you doing, making sure that that individual, you know, they, they leave your presence differently. Now, that scenario that I've explained to you just now, probably um, this is about three years ago that I, that I sat with this person that comes to mind now. It probably took me, I would say, 15, 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes to, to ask them the questions, to find out what's wrong and to help them navigate through it. And then I just went back, you know, periodically just, you know, checking with them for five minutes. How are you doing? No, I'm great. Or I'm not doing well. It didn't take so much out of my time. But mm. the, the ROI that we receive from that is an individual yes. that although they're very driven, they're still driven, but now they're realizing I have to be a little bit emotional or, or understand a little bit of pausing when I deal with the people that I'm dealing, you know. So I haven't just helped somebody, but I've also developed them that skill and that ability to, to display, you know, EQ within, within an organization, you know. Um, this is something that that I this is like my go-to. I would ask somebody just how you're doing. Um, I get, I promise you, you can find so much in it. People normally say, I'm doing well in yourself. And then I would just return to say, but I didn't I didn't speak about me. I was asking, how are you doing? No, I'm doing great. All right. What is the reason you're doing great? And <laughs> then normally people are like. Uh, I don't actually know. <laughs> it's just something that we say. <laughs> it's uh, an automated yeah. response. Exactly. You know, um, mm -hmm. I've even done this sometimes. Just I would, I would ask people how they're doing, and I would walk past them. You know, like how are you doing, and just walk past them, and they would just answer me, "I'm doing well in yourself," and keep on walking. Um, and then I would stop, and I would call them back, and I'm say, "Hey, like, how are you doing?" It, it's, it's. It, it's so important that we that we just stop. You know, I've said this some time ago is that, you know, to go fast, we got to go slower. Hmm. We just have to stop. We just have to pause. Um, so maybe for people out there that say, you know what, Christo, I am not this emotional guy. I'm not a counselor. I'm not sitting. I'm not I'm not listening to people's problems. And I don't have time for that. You know, I'm a busy. I'm a high net with individual. You know, I got to keep on running. It's great. Keep on running. Just mm. within that running, just pause for literally two minutes and give people present attention. And I yes. promise you, you will see an absolute change within your organization. It's like John Maxwell says, you know, nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care. Correct. It's not that people don't care about information or what you know. It's just first comes emotional intelligence. Then you can bombard me with all the things you want or what you desire. Those people that I've that I've mentioned to you now that I've that I've spoken to you with and you know like walk past them and stop and come back. Whenever I see them now, they're like, "What can we do for you?" And yes. I'm thinking, but before I spent time with you and showed you a little bit of well, I just call it just being a human. 
they they were too busy to help anybody because they were just grafting, running this rat race. Now, all of a sudden, like, where did you get the time? It's not so much that they got the time, but it's because they know that you understand, that you care for them, that you show benevolence, mm. that they are sold out to whatever it is that you need or desire. I love that. And for those of you... For those of you who wonder whether or not he actually asks the question three times, he does. He's done it to us many times. Myself and my husband have been on the receiving end of how are you three times, and I promise you it works every time. Yeah, you got to be genuine, obviously. You know, I've had some people that, that want to mimic that, and they're like, how are you doing, how are you doing, how are you doing? <laughs> it's just weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so also, you also got to learn, you know. Because sometimes people, they know, you know, you're going to ask it three times. So they're already preparing their response. <laughs> and that's why I actually started to adapt because they were like, I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. And then I would be like, okay, but what's the reasons for being great? Um, <laughs> it, it really comes down to you, you really have to, from in, in your essence, got to care about people. Are you really yeah. interested in their response? Like for real. Mm -hmm. And I promise you, I've done this um, many times and, People just, hi there, how are you? And, and we just we, we just go by. You know, sometimes we don't even ask people how we're doing. We just say, good, good, good thank you and yourself. Um, you know, here's you can do. Walk past people and just tell them hi. And I promise you, nine out of ten is going to say, well, well thank you. you and yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> because it, it's not mechanical, you know. Emotional intelligence is, is not mechanical. It's, we we really have to we have to care for people, and you know, it's it's actually it's hard so to see what's going on in 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 the business world. You know, um, we we just expect more and more and more. The moment I was speaking with my brother as well, you know, he's 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 in sales, and the moment he hits his target, they just increase the target, and then yes. when he when he hits that, they just increase the target. You know, it it's like do we even realize and understand that, you know, markets fluctuate. There's certain times where we buy more than, than other times. It's just, it's, it's the way life happens. But we just keep on giving this, 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 this incremental increase, you know, when it comes to targets. And we don't even understand what that person had to do to, to meet that target, you know. It's, it's terrible what's happening within in the business culture, you know. Um, so, yeah, if you can deploy emotional intelligence i promise you you're going to get so much more out of your people and if you get more out of your people your people will treat your customers better and the finances will come in the money will come in Absolutely. you know um i'll finish with this maybe simon Sinek, probably one of the best leadership quotes for me people don't um sorry yeah i want to quote john maxwell again here leadership is not about being in charge but it's about taking care of those in your charge. Yes, absolutely. Brilliant. I 100% agree. So there's a flip side to this. And this is the the one end of emotional um, intelligence is, is connecting with people. But the other end is being able to be the calm in the storm. And what I mean by that is, have you ever, I know I have been in a meeting where emotions are just all over the show. Like, Tempers are flaring. I remember when I was, I can't mention the company. I was working at a company and I was working with the executives and <laughs> they were very confident individuals. 
that also meant that their opinions were the only opinions that mattered. And if anyone had an opinion contrary to theirs, well, you know, you'd you'd see sparks fly. And it wasn't a beautiful fireworks show, I assure you. Everyone walked out limping. And in that case, that's where the leader has to become Elmo. And Elmo is, as you all know, that little red dude from Sesame Street. However, my Elmo is slightly different. It's not red, it's not fuzzy, but it's 100% unforgettable. And Elmo stands for enough, let's move on. It's your controversial escape hatch. It's when you're in a meeting or in a chat and emotions are running higher than the SpaceX rocket and you feel like enough has been said because when we get on an emotional tangent, often people don't know when to get, get off and they rehash the same stuff over and over again, that's when you call in the E, which is enough. And then, of course, the L and M is let's move on. This is where you switch gears and you think think of it as flipping from the drama to the action channel, and you just get going. You've now explored all the emotions. We've had an opportunity to say it. Now it's time for us to do something about it. And obviously, O is moving on. Exactly what you need to do, you need to move on. It's about knowing when to close the emotional chapter and move into action. We have to care about our people, but we also have to remember that there are times when the emotions are just a complete roller coaster, and that's when we have to Elmo. Enough, let's move on. So, on that bombshell, the red one. We hope that you've enjoyed our EQ chat and that you are now equipped with core leadership skills, um, as essential as your smartphone, really, that you can go in and be the leader who cares about people genuinely and understands your own awareness of yourself and the people around you and taking responsibility, of course. And then when things get just a little bit too rough or too hot in the kitchen, enough, guys. Let's move on. Christo, thank you so much for joining us once again on the show. It has been an absolute pleasure having you. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Well, guys, on that note, thank you so much for tuning in. Remember to hit that like button and share the wisdom. Don't forget to subscribe so that you can get some more leadership nuggets on this show because you're not going to get this kind of gold anywhere else. See you next time. Have a good week.